Don't make me get Junior on my... Whoa, bro, I'll get Junior on here. Whoa, don't make me get Junior, bro. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Convos with Cuddy. On this episode, we are sharing the story of Gary and talking a little bit about The Walking Dead. So let's talk a little bit about The Walking Dead. Um, if you hear the dryer in the background, who cares? Let's keep rolling. Uh, we all got to dry our clothes one way or another. So let's talk about The Walking Dead. Um, I've never I never disliked The Walking Dead. There have definitely been some, some points of the show that were hard to muddle through. Some storylines that were a little rough. But overall, I've enjoyed The Walking Dead. And I understand going into that um, for for a series to run as long as it has that there's going to be some points that that you won't find enjoyable throughout the uh, throughout a series. There have been many fans who started out strong and then just once the show hit a certain point or a certain event happened, they jump ship uh, with the with the show entirely. There are still people out there who have yet to see an episode. They know it by name. They may know it by a certain scene, but have yet to watch a, a full episode. And it's not everybody's cup of tea. But let me talk a little bit about why I enjoy The Walking Dead. And it may or may not be for the same reasons that you yourself find it find it enjoyable. So when I first watched The Walking Dead, what drew me to that, obviously, was the what before we knew uh, the term walkers. Uh, zombies is what we were uh, accustomed to as far as myself so I said oh what's this zombie show coming up here I've seen the trailer um, definitely was there for the premiere I remember watching that uh, and I was I was all in because of uh, Frank Darabont who was uh, I think he'd just come off the mist and we're a big fan of uh, director that director of Frank so when I found out he was attached to that, I definitely had to check it out. So that was just kind of, it all came together. It was, uh, it was shot really well, really grit. I mean, really gritty. And it was a good episode. And then with that, it just grew and grew from there. And, and I found myself enjoying it. When uh, Frank was no longer attached to it, and only by name he was attached to it, it still, it still carried itself. But I do want to talk about something that uh, the part where I don't enjoy where Walking Dead went into like the direction that it hit into and I don't want to bash on somebody but it, it was uh, something you may or may not have heard of which is Gimple Speak and I was trying to find a, a, a term for this that was happening with these characters and lo and behold there was an article that was created by uh, I'm, I'm going to give credit to this person because that's the uh, the, the appears to be the author for it so his name is Paul Tassie and this is off uh, based off a Forbes article that um, he posted this is also on his Twitter as well so I'm gonna have to give credit to him because this seems to be the uh, person who authored this article so what he defined uh, Gimple speak is in a, in a way he even admits that there was a uh, 
it's hard to define what it is but the, he i think he put it best when he said that um, it's when characters start they stop talking like actual people but they go on a big tangent um about morality and goodness and survival so many characters fell into this uh, trap here throughout the walking dead series and you hate to see it because it, it gets a little cringy and it gets repetitive and I, I think that this person who posted the article um, gave off the best or closest definition that you can have and he even touches on the fact that it may not even be written by uh, Scott Gimple but you can you can feel that it's uh, that his hands have been on that because they the, you know the actors doing their job you can't really bash on them they're doing a great job but it's hard to see the characters that you enjo- you've enjoyed who have shown like great depth kind of take a step back and, and hit over and head over into the two-dimensional realm so that that was the uh, that's kind of been my only complaint of The Walking Dead. Uh, but I still want to also talk about what I really enjoy about The Walking Dead. And what I find... Uh, and I've watched Walking Dead uh, multiple times. The series multiple times. What I, I find enjoyable are always the, uh, the the connections that you make on the rewatch. You may not find it the first time, but they hide little things in there. They're like, oh yeah, this connects to this. I remember this character from way back and they uh, they're giving you sort of a premonition to something that's coming down the road it does a really great great job of planting the seeds and then bearing fruit later i really enjoy the show in that uh, in that aspect and they and they do a really good job that they they don't i don't think it gets enough credit for and unfortunately let's talk about fear of the walking dead that ties in the walking dead because it's all part of the universe now the same reason that uh, Walking Dead had its little hard, uh, hard to watch moments. It's the same reason Fear the Walking Dead had the same uh, moments because. And if you are currently watching it, I'd say to hold off on listen to, listening to any of this because I'm going to talk about the character Morgan. And if you're familiar with Morgan, he's been through some, through some stuff. And just when you feel that. Uh, the character Morgan is well established he just ends up um, going back and, and muddling um, with the foundation and then going back to this two-dimensional area that you don't want to see him in um, I think that he could be a lot more and at times he is he is that person so looking to the future with Walking Dead all these seeds are being planted and then we have the three films that are going to come out here who knows let's hopefully this all pans out this may or may not be a good thing because scott gimple is attached to the films now i did a little more research because i was curious because i found out and i didn't even think about it that he he is attached to the to the films and this may or may not be a good thing because uh if you check the credits that he worked on uh ghost rider the, the second film starring Nicolas Cage and that was not a terrible film in my opinion you don't want to hold it up to the first one but the second one I you know I did enjoy but let's dive a little bit deeper in that one uh, 
So looking at who was attached to the second Ghost Rider film, there was also another person that may have been the main contributor to what made Ghost Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance the better film. So that's what's a little concerning for the upcoming Walking Dead films. So I, I have to like wrap my head around not getting too hyped about the films that are down the pipeline. Because if I do that, then I'll just set myself up for disappointed because they we're all waiting for these films to come out and we all have this we all have this ending we want to see and they may or may not be similar to one another but Walking Dead fans generally kind of I'll generalize here but we have this idea of what it's going to look like when things are said and done some of us want an explanation for really what caused all of this to happen in the universe and some of us prefer to never know let that always be a mystery so the other person uh, attached to the, the Ghost Rider film was uh, David S. Goyer, who if you're not familiar with, was a writer for The Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins, uh, Batman vs. Superman. So it's, it's concerning to me because I'm thinking, okay, is this the part of uh, Ghost Rider? That I enjoyed or was this Kimple so that that has me 50-50 uh, on the future of the, the films that are coming up but I'm hopeful because Nick Otero is attached to it to direct I know at least the first film I don't know if that'll that'll carry over but I'm gonna go off on my little tangent here my little Gimple speak and talk about a little more in depth because I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to to uh, some writers and directors but really what were little gems for me when it came to The Walking Dead are writers um, Glenn Mazzara and Charles Egley who worked on another show that I enjoyed which was uh, The Shield starring uh, Michael Chiklis and he played the character Vic Mackey and looking behind the scenes of the shield you'll get to look at the writers room and get to know all these different people and get to a sense of their style so as I'm watching the shield you get a, a grasp on who wrote what during an episode and you get to know these writers a little bit and the work that that they do so you get to enjoy and savor the flavor a little more so when they found out that they were attached to some of the Walking Dead episodes that explained why um, I didn't see it at first, but then on, like I said, on rewatch, oh yeah, that's, you know, this is kind of their style and, and you see some of that. Digging even deeper, if you, if you are a Sons of Anarchy fan, Kurt Sutter was also a writer on The Shield. So they all kind of worked together in this little pot and then made this fantastic, fantastic show. And I highly recommend watching The Shield. I think if you're just starting it at this point, it may seem a little dated with some of that, but going into it it's shot really fast it, they make you feel like you're in the room there's a lot of cam camera movement and and it's it's something i would recommend so uh, forgive the uh if it seems outdated but uh you missed out if you uh have not seen the series yet but walking dead 
Uh, I've always stuck with it. I'd say give it another shot if you have yet to uh, yet to watch the entire series. Uh, I know there is uh, some things that some fans were really not happy with, and it split some things, and uh, some people never never came back to it. But depending on what season you left off of, I, I'd say that when Angela kind of came to the forefront, which is around season nine, I mean she's she has been there in the earlier episodes and written some great episodes, but. Season 9 was something special for me personally when it came to The Walking Dead. Uh, I've enjoyed the earlier ones. It's all good. But uh, Season 9 was... The transition into Season 9 was done really well. And so if you look at the entire body of um, the the series, enjoy it for that. That's what I'd say. But another reason that I enjoy The Walking Dead that not everybody maybe uh, can, can jump on board with this are the aspects of leadership, um, the different leaders that are within the Walking Dead universe. So if you're watching The Walking Dead and you're going from the earlier seasons later on, you're you know you're following the main character Rick and the mistakes that he makes as a leader. But it's not just uh, not just Rick Grimes himself. The other leaders that that are throughout the series, I would also watch and kind of study their style of leadership as well like what makes it work for them where where are their flaws what do they what do they go wrong um, is it their necessarily their fault is it the circumstances that they're they're in is it how they react to certain situations and then think about how you would uh, maybe handle things as well but they're there are many leaders that are in the show that I think get overlooked and they even do a great job of handing over temporary leadership to certain characters throughout the uh, throughout the show. So some people have longer runs than one another and it's it's interesting you, you see how people handle stress, you see how they react to it, you see how uh, empathy can either help or hurt. But that's another way that you can enjoy walking, uh, The Walking Dead. Um, there, there are just so many things about it that, uh, that I find enjoyable in the series. But that's it for The Walking Dead for now. We may review this, talk about the films once they're out. Uh, who knows when that will be. But coming up next, we are going to talk about the story of Gary. I'll share that with you. Do you have a question or topic that you'd like answered or discussed on Convos with Cuddy? Then send it in via Twitter, at Convos with Cuddy, or via Anchor, and leave a voice message. Alright kids, so sit down and... uh... Let me share a little story with you. So to do that, we're going to have to flash back to the high school days. And I'll take you there. So just uh, just go with me here in this little time travel. So I'm sitting in class. And uh, this is uh, this is post-lunch, I remember, because I had uh, little 
little extra sandwich with me to eat. Um, for some reason, I was a little extra hungry that day. I remember uh, negotiating to to get an extra sandwich, so I had that, and I'm taking little little bites. Believe it or not, I don't know what uh, if you're currently doing this or if you uh, are past your high school days. And good for you, you made it. Congratulations! But if uh, if during your high school days or currently, if you are dealing with this. For some reason, you're still in class in this environment. It's hard to uh, keep this relevant because this could be post-COVID. This could be during COVID that you check this out. But if your policy has a no, if you know, in your class, you have no food policy or whatever. We had a no food policy in our classroom to get to the point. So here I was uh, taking little bites of my sandwich. And a gentleman who... I would say he was my friend back then, at that time. A gentleman by the name of Gary. He uh, he took it upon himself to, let's just say it, be cocky for uh, a, a numerous amount of days during the school year. He kind of got that he was untouchable because he was he was uh, adjacent to some some tough guys. So he himself felt the tough guy uh, residue or um, dust trickle over over to him. So he would carry himself that way throughout the uh, throughout the school year. So this gentleman Gary, uh, I hear through the uh, through the grapevine throughout the day that he's been kind of poking uh, poking at another another student who I knew by reputation was willing to stand up for himself. So this is, uh, I think we had two periods left before the end of the day. And Gary comes in from out of nowhere into, into the class that I'm in. And I look around like, where the hell did you come from? He's like, hey, bro. Or whatever he said back then. I, bro wasn't the, the slang term. He said, hey, whatever. Uh, you ready for this fight after school? And the way he phrased that was, are you ready for this fight? <laughs> Implied that I was involved somehow. So for clarification, I said, yeah, I'm ready to, ready to watch this. And his eyes kind of got a little brighter and he says, well, I thought you going to back me up, right? Is what he says. And this is the, this is really the point of the story for Gary is I think that the lesson that he learned because of what was to follow is that if you start something, you need to finish it. So he, uh, I think in his mind, he thought that he was going to have all this backup and there would be no consequences for uh, any of his actions. And once I told him that I was ready to watch it, this kind of all came together for him. And Gary had to stand his ground, which you can respect. So that transitioned into... Okay, well, uh, this is where it's going to be. And yeah, I was given the uh, 
the treasure map for where this fight was going to be located. And during those days, there was no texting. So this was done, I would even say, faster than you could send a text out. By the end of those two periods, everybody knew where this was going to be located. You don't do it by the bus stop because why? That's where all the teachers are. Security, whatever. You don't want to do it there. It was planned uh, far away, far enough, like in the uh, the parking lots where you would never want to park. The ones that are so far off that uh, why are they even there? That was the place that this, this was going to happen. So Gary, whatever he did, got himself prepared for this big fight. The guy was already over there. So by the time I exit out with my buddies, I see Gary over there, but he, he he had recruited. I don't know. I don't know where these guys came from, but they were um, the muscle or something. Now, I, I had offered Gary. I said, hey, I can make sure that nobody else gets involved. But I think he was still in shock from the, uh, yeah, I'm ready to watch it statement that he never, he never really answered that question. But just me being like the one-on-one thing, then I felt that that was the way it should be. That was fair enough. I was just going to make sure nobody else got involved. It didn't need to be. So I'm walking over there and the little circle starting to form. And I see it happening that there's enough people there and enough testosterone and enough uh, excitement that it's going to start before I, I get there. That, okay, well, I'm going to catch the end of this fight. So the two step out. Gary's standing there, all posed up. And I don't know why, but he takes out his chain. He has his chain tucked in and he pulls out his chain. Now, I don't know if that was uh, a religious thing or if it's going to shield him or if the sun was going to reflect off the his, uh, his chain and then blind the guy. I don't know. So before this fight really even jumps off, that guy kicks Gary in the nuts. And, and uh, Gary lets out this like it sounds like oil he sounds like he said oil when he got hit so he says oil he drops down he's grabbing his nuts and then he like slopes down to the side kind of how you see in a, in a cartoon or one of those comedic films I think we all non-verbally agree and kind of shake our heads that hey this this fight is done because I'm not even all the way over there and I'm kind of nodding my head as well okay this fight's over so no one jumps on him the other guy just walks away they kind of like congratulating him whoever he was with walk over make sure Gary's you know he's recovering we don't we don't bag on him right there don't tease him but he uh, he showed up he took the one-on-one did not land in his favor that's the story of Gary
So hopefully you can learn from Gary or her, hopefully that uh, you have something coming up and you know that you may have to follow it through. <laughs>